Hi, and welcome to the Teach for the Heart podcast. I'm your host, Linda Cardamus, and I'm here to give you the ideas and inspiration you need to overcome your teaching challenges and make a lasting difference in your students' hearts and lives. In our first season of this podcast, we talked all about classroom management because I believe classroom management is essential to having an impactful classroom. You know, if you think about it, if your students are out of control, not much learning is taking place, much less true, um, impactful mentorship. But if you have, if you if you build strong classroom management, then you have a firm foundation on which you can create lasting, significant change in students' hearts and lives. So we talked all about classroom management. Next, in season two, we tackled balance. This is an essential topic because if you're overworked and overwhelmed, you're going to struggle to bring energy and enthusiasm into your classroom. But when you figure out that proper work-life balance, you're much better equipped to engage with your students in a meaningful way. Which brings us to this season, season three, in which we'll be discussing 10 traits of impactful Christian teachers. These are characteristics we need to focus on if we want to go beyond just teaching academics and make that real and lasting impact in our students' hearts and lives. I've been so excited to finally reach this important topic that is so dear to my heart. I've identified 10 key traits of impactful Christian teachers. Although I'm sure we can come up with more, these 10 are really important. We'll be discussing each trait one by one to see what the Bible has to say about it and what it looks like day to day in the classroom. Today, we're starting off with a sense of mission. And what I mean is that I believe that teachers that are going to have a significant impact have a good and a strong understanding of what their mission is and why they are in the classroom. So let me ask you, let's say I'm sitting across from you, we're having a cup of coffee, and I ask, why are you a teacher? What would you say? You know, there's so many answers you can give. Maybe you um, are just passionate about your subject. Maybe you just love interacting with kids. Or perhaps your favorite thing is seeing those aha moments in your students' eyes when they, the concept finally clicks. But if that's the only reason you're a teacher, you're missing a couple key components of your mission. I hope that your answer would include these two important pieces. First of all, I hope your answer would include the fact that God has called you to be a teacher. If you don't know that in your heart, if you don't know that God has put you in this position and God has called you to be a teacher, it's going to be really hard to stick with it on those days when things just aren't going well, you're tired, and you know your students are getting on your last nerve. You need to know in your heart that God has called you to be a teacher and that you are exactly where he wants you to be. So before we even move on to talk about the rest of our mission, let me say, if you don't, if, you don't, if you're like, man, I, I don't know, I, I'm, not, I'm not sure about that. I would really encourage you to set aside some time over the next few weeks and really pray about it. Um, Just pray, seek God, ask him, Lord, is this where you want me? Is this what you want me to do? And um, honestly, don't stop asking him until you have a very clear yes or a very clear no. If you keep asking, he will give you an answer. And um, that'll you'll find that so helpful um, day to day in the classroom to know, yes, I should be here. And if the answer is no, then he has something else great for you. So number one, you need to know that God has called you to be a teacher. 
Number two, another important part of your mission, the reason why you're a teacher, is you should be looking for God to change lives. Now, those of you that work in Christian schools are probably right on board with me, but I've had some teachers in public schools think, well, wait a minute, Linda, um, I teach in a public school. Um, I can't, I, I, Christianity has nothing to do with this. And that's the thing that I want to talk to some of you about right now. If you teach in a Christian school, we're going to circle back to Christian schools in a second. But I want to talk for a minute to those of you that teach in public school and kind of feel like that. You kind of feel like, I, like, where does my Christianity, like, fall in a public school? Like, I, I can't say anything. Like, is that really part of my mission? And I would say that, yes, it absolutely should be. Let's talk about a few reasons why. The first thing is that you need to remember what is true and who is the answer to all of life's problems and if you are a christian you know that the bible is true every word of it is true and the solutions that god presents absolutely are the answer now um just because you might not be allowed to say that in your classroom doesn't mean that's not the truth. So first and foremost, just keep that in your mind. God's ways, what you know, that is the truth. It doesn't matter if other people don't agree with it. It doesn't matter if they would uh, believe differently. It's the truth. And we always want to start from that understanding. Here's another truth. God is not bound by the laws and by the regulations that say he isn't welcome in the public school. Don't you think that God is big enough to do something through you and to work in your classroom despite the fact that many schools don't want him there? I think he is. We serve a great God and a big God. And what you can be doing is um, you should be looking for ways that he can work through you. Now, no, okay, I am not. I am not saying um, that you should stand up in front of your class and say, thus saith the Lord, and preach to your students. Okay, clearly, if you teach in a public school, you can't do that. Uh, You just can't. But that doesn't mean that you just completely disregard God while you're at school. God is still able to work, and he's still able to work through you. So you should be keenly aware at all times, that he is the answer for your students. And just be praying that he will work in your students' lives, even if you don't have any idea how it could happen. Does that make sense? Um, you can just just constantly be asking him, Lord, work through me. Do a work in my students' lives. I don't even, maybe you don't even know how. I don't even know what I could possibly say or do. I, I don't know. But I'm just praying that you will show me. And I think we'll be amazed if we have that sense of mission. God, I want you to work in my students' lives. I want to see them changed, not just on the outside, but on the inside. I want to see real lasting impact in this place where you've put me. If we have that attitude and we are always looking for God to work, I certainly believe we serve a God that's big enough to answer those prayers and to show us exactly how we can do it. We're going to be talking all about, um, we're going to be getting more into this topic rather um, in this season and in some future seasons as well, because I know know it's a question a lot of you that work in public schools have. You're not sure what can I do, what can't I do, but for now, let's just 
uh, I just want you to think about the fact that God can work in your classroom, and I just want you to start praying that He will. And uh, that that's the thing. So often we, you know, are just discussing all these ideas, and we just forget to pray about it. And God is the one that has all the answers, and His Spirit lives inside of us and is able to guide us day by day. Um, and show us exactly what we should and shouldn't do. And so we certainly need to do that. So those of you that are in public schools, I really hope that a strong part of your mission should be, um, your goal should be to be a bright light pushing back the darkness, Um, just to be that bright light. I love the verse in Matthew 5 that says, neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel or under a basket but on a candlestick, and it gives light to all that are in the house. Those of you that teach in public schools strive to be that bright light. And um, just an aside here before I get into um, those of you that teach in Christian schools, I've almost heard this philosophy a little bit as of late that you know, it's okay if things are getting darker and darker in our country. It's okay if, you know, things are getting scarier and scarier and darker and darker and we're getting further and further from God because, you know, lights shine brighter in the darkness. And and there's perhaps some truth to that, but I'm very worried that that line of reasoning is leading people to think that they're not actually shining brighter. What they're trying to do is put their light under a bushel, under a basket. They're scared to let their light shine because here's the truth. Light does not simply shine. It pushes back darkness. And if we're going to be the light, we are going to push back darkness. We are going to shine truth. And we be ta- we'll be talking uh, more about that throughout. Um, as I've really spent some time thinking about the mission of Teach for the Heart, I really just keep coming back to that in public schools. Um I, I would love for you, um, all the t- public school teachers, and there's so many of you that are part of the Teach for the Heart, to just have that image in your mind of being a bright light, pushing back the darkness, and just seeing what God can do through you. So those in public schools wanting to be a bright light, in Christian schools, um, there are no such questions, no such, um, you know, what can I, can I, can I, um, what am I able to and not able to say? Um I guess some schools have certain requirements, but for the most part, uh, you're able to be much more bold. And for us, the command is clear, and it is to make disciples who will make disciples. In Hebrews, the author talks about those things which you have heard from me among many witnesses, commit to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. And those of you that work in Christian schools, I pray that you will keep this in the forefront of your mind. Um, Yes, you are teaching academics. Yes, you absolutely are teaching math and English and history and science. But you have the opportunity, and thus you have the incredible responsibility to teach truth and to teach character and not to just teach character as a good thing, but to teach it from the word of God and to draw students' hearts directly to Christ and to what he can offer them. So always keep this in mind and always be um, looking for opportunities to teach the truth. So for all of you, whether you teach in private, public, or Christian schools, our goal should be to see Christ change lives through us. That should be a significant part of our mission. And you know, 
everything else that we've, we, we've talked about on Teach for the Heart and that we'll continue to talk about, academics, classroom management, um, communication, all of these things are important because they tie back to the mission. The better you are at classroom management, the more opportunities you'll have to speak truth to your students. Um, the stronger you are at teaching academics, the more respect and the more influence you'll gain from those around you. We'll be talking, we'll be getting into a lot more details about how to have a big impact, about how all these ideas flow together. But I just wanted to start by talking about the mission because everything ties back to this. And I just pray that this will be something that you'll think about, that you'll be inspired by, and that you'll always bring everything back to because that mission to see God change lives, that is the whole point. You know, if we teach students math, and they're wonderful at math, and maybe we even teach them to be honest, and they learn to be more honest, that is great, and that is good. But if they leave our classroom, and they don't know Christ, or at the least, we haven't at least brought them closer to knowing him, then we've missed the biggest point. When we really look at eternity, when we really look at a student's lives and what they need to have a meaningful, significant life throughout the rest of their life, if we ignore that aspect, we really have missed the whole point. And so I just want to encourage you to remember that, to remember that truth um, and to just pray about it and see what God will do and see what God will show you in your classroom. This season, I'd like to end each podcast episode with just a brief word of prayer. Um, Obviously, I'm not praying at the same time that you're listening to this, but I'm just taking a moment to pray with you um, about the topic and about um, what you're facing right now. So let's pause a moment for prayer. Lord, thank you so much for each of these teachers that is listening right now. And I just pray that you will work in their hearts, work in their lives, work in their students, in their classroom, and in their schools. I just pray that you will give them a strong sense of mission, that they will know that you have called them to be right where they are, and that you will um, just instill in them the sense that you want to do something, that you want to work in their life, in their students' lives, and in their school. And I just pray that they will um, seek you for that, um, that those in public schools will pray and look for opportunities to um, make a significant and a real impact. And those in Christian schools will be bold and will um, speak outright and um, teach the truth boldly and confidently to their students. Pray that you'll instill in all of us that sense of mission that we're here to see you work through us. In your name I pray, amen. Thanks for joining us. I hope you'll come back next week and listen as we talk about another trait that impactful Christian teachers share, and that is striving for excellence. In particular, we'll be discussing two very real dangers that can try to derail you on your quest for excellence as you teach. If you'd like any of the notes or links for this podcast, you can go to teachfortheheart.com slash season three. And before we go, um, if you are not part of the Teach for the Heart community, we invite you to join us. You know, God can use you to make a lasting difference in your students' hearts and lives, no matter where you teach or what challenges you face. And our free community of Christian teachers is a great place to receive ideas, encouragement, and inspiration right in your inbox each Monday. You can go to teachfortheheart.com mission to join with us there. 
Hope to see you next week. In the meantime, keep growing, keep striving. You really are making a difference.